Yo, what is up, you guys? Welcome back to the This Life podcast. I am your host, Cesar Gonzalez. I'm here with my co-host, Giovanni Perez. And we are joined here by a very special guest. My name is Elijah Manolo Travis. Some people know me as Scorpion2755. Some people know me as Dr. Ditma. Regardless, you know me. What the fuck? Oh my god, it's going to be a great podcast. (laughs) I'm excited, very excited to be on here and talking about good topics such as music. Because a lot of people associate me with a very little known artist, The Weeknd. Oh my god, if you guys don't know Elijah... um... That's how how we know him. Yeah, that is very much how we know him. He's The Weeknd's bitch. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> <laughs> I wouldn't I wouldn't go that deep Cause like I don't know it, When you're growing up And you're listening to a lot of music Like The age that we're at And the age that we've passed Like I think Studies I forgot what it was I'm, I'm not all for that Like the studies and stuff But Somebody basically said that Your years From when you're 16 to when you're 28, those are the songs that you're going to be listening to for the rest of your life. Obviously, new stuff's going to come out, but you're going to be liking those songs specifically. And that's just because most of the time when you're listening to music, it's to remind you of a time. It reminds you of a time in your life where you're either sad, you're you're happy, or when... Well, I mean, really, it's just when you're sad and you're happy, <laughs> yeah. honestly. Yeah, a lot of people listen to music to reminisce, to feel a certain type of way, to get closer with, a, you know, whatever happened to them when they first listened to it, right? Uh, I know I listen to a lot of different genres of music. I'm not no fucking bandwagon, right? I listen to everything, but it depends the mood. Right, it depends what day I'm having, what I'm trying to do, and stuff like that. And music tends to resonate a lot with memories, emotions, and stuff. Have you ever like one day just you were driving home from work or from somewhere, and you just you're like so angry or so upset you don't even put music on? Has it ever gone to that point? I personally have never, I've never been that upset or angry because like. There's always a song that you can listen to, regardless of it. Like, uh, I went through a phase a long time ago. (laughs) This was when X was first on the scene. Okay. And everybody was like, everybody was on Look At Me. I was on Rip Roach. That super aggressive song. That song just makes you want to fight everybody. (laughs) Everybody for no reason. Because I was just angry all the time. I don't even know why. I was like... I was like 16. (laughs) It's the hormone, all the sexual tension. Yeah, yeah, it's just the the sexual frustration was getting to me. (laughs) You just, you had to take it out some way, and I guess it was just like beating it and listening to Rip Roach. Beating it while listening to Rich (laughs) Roach. Oh my. But it's like, I mean, with music, most people just know me as the guy that likes The Weeknd a lot. Because, not to be that guy, but I mean, I, I made XO something. That people would associate with me because in high school you didn't see people wearing EXO, even though it's a slept-on clothing brand. So well, we're not talking no, about it's not, dude. It is not 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 No, don't not. sit here and lie. It's to merchandise. Me, it's merch. 
that's what Yeezy started as. And you know what? This guy's sitting in front of me wearing Yeezys. The other guy's sitting in front of me wearing some Pharrell Williams. How are you going to talk about that? You're wearing merch too. <laughs> All right, but you ride this nigga's dick with his merch so much. It's not about the merch. It's not about dick riding. It's about... Here's the thing. For me, The weekend is like... His music hits different. I feel like this man is explicitly talking about like things that I have felt, okay. and that's why, that's why I idolize him in a way, okay. because he's been through so much. Homeless to Forbes list, everybody knows the line. Mm-hmm. He's had so much bad stuff happen to him, and instead of just like, oh yeah, I'm gonna I'm gonna go end myself, like some people do, sadly, um, he put it into his art, like his work. And so a lot of the things he says just reminds me of things that I have felt. And the thing about The weekend that not a lot of people understand because they don't, they don't listen to music like that or like stay on a specific artist because when you're with that artist and you're listening to them, you sort of, I don't know, you see their growth. Okay. Like The weekend's first three, well, first three mixtapes. Everybody knows Trilogy. Everybody likes to say it's the best one. Overrated. But... (laughs) (laughs) Expert over here. It's... Because he starts out by not showing his face. He was very cryptic. Uh And his his music still has the cryptic tone. Like, Blinding Lights, the biggest song ever. Which is insane. Because, I mean, I was there when it, like, first started. Anyways. Oh, my God. Anyways. He, uh... That song, everybody just... they, They think it's about... Some some casual stuff like they think it's like happier, but when you like listen to the song and you you hear what he's talking about rather than oh the beat's nice yeah oh the beat's nice you're like dancing or whatever no he's talking about ecstasy and how he needs it to sleep because he's so lonely and hates his life that is deep so so then let me ask you a question is it like is it more like he like the emotions that he tor- that he takes out uh, with his music and his songs and things like that the, the shit you listen to. Um, do you feel like it's, those are the same emotions that you're having, but somehow you can't really get them out? Do you understand what I mean? Yeah, in a way, I get, I get what you're saying. Okay. You're like, if, well, me feeling like The weekend has lived through something I've lived through, it's more like I've experienced something similar. Okay. And what he's saying is something that I've, I've felt on my own. Uh-huh. Like... I mean, I've never experienced trying like loving somebody so much that you you'd give them a kidney, and then even then they leave you and go back to somebody else, which is terrible. I got it was hurt. <laughs> but I mean, I kind of want to move a little bit away from talking about the weekend because I want to talk about like other artists and stuff too. Yeah. Uh-huh. Like, okay, here we'll, we'll take it. We'll take it way back, right? right? Freshman year, I was. This was when I was first getting into, like. Becoming my own person because like that's what high school does. Yeah, and so growing up I always was listening to like classic rap with my dad. It was because I mean black people (laughs) (laughs) NWA things like that obviously um, some biggie here and there definitely a lot of Rap and it was like it was kind of forced on me in a way because I mean I mean I'm not I didn't know music or anything like mm-hmm. Kanye West. Everybody, everybody our age loves Kanye West. There's not a, I mean, 
some songs. Yeah. Because, <laughs> like, Heartless. Heartless. Everybody, everybody sitting in the back of the car, like, <laughs> damn. Like, <laughs> like a little, a little, feeling different. But, but when you... Like, but when you say uh, you were forced into this type of music, I feel like everybody is, I mean, not, I wouldn't say forced, just tends to just listen to the music that they grew up, they with. Grew up with, right? Because like us, when I know when it was like on a Saturday and it was time to clean, Bro. fucking Mexican music wake you up at like seven in the morning for no fucking reason. And then, and then your mom came in and be like, it's time to clean. <laughs> and like, and you know, throw the throw the uh, the broom at you. Oh yeah, for sure. <laughs> and, and it sucks because like you're waking up on Saturday and you heard the music and you're like, oh no. <laughs> and you like at the time you were young and the lyrics didn't really resonate. But then I find myself listening to like their their the songs they grew up with, and I'm like, damn, this one hits fucking different. Right, and I wasn't forced, well, yeah, I was kind of forced to listen to those songs, right, and I hated them at the time, but now I listen to them and I'm like, yo, these songs hit different. So, I mean, I guess when everybody's, like, growing up with music, I, they're kind of forced into what they listen to, because when you're young, you're not going to choose. Yeah, you, you don't know music, yeah. plus you're not the one driving, they're going to be like, nah, turn this off. Yeah, exactly, right, you only listen to what's on the radio. And what people around you were listening to, it wasn't until you actually had access to more to music, and knew what music, different artists, different genres are, when you actually got to choose. That's mm-hmm. when you got to choose. You got to experiment, and that's when you, like a love for a certain artist or a certain genre became. Mm-hmm. But it always stays close to the roots. Yeah, because like the weekend makes R and B, and my dad. He's a, he's a, a little, uh, dark, but <laughs> <laughs> black. <laughs> yeah. He was always listening to like, um, R and B and stuff like that. But like what I was saying with the whole, like high school starting is, is exactly that everybody grows up on music and some people just don't outgrow it. And I feel bad for those people because being able to enjoy different genres of music is so important. Like, Ninth grade, there was this uh, there was this montage I saw. Mm-hmm. They they set it to like this. Uh, oh yeah, it was something nerdy too. It was it was trick shots. It was trick <laughs> shots. It was fades, and they were um, they were trick shotting to this really good EDM song, and that was the first song I ever like super enjoyed. Uh-huh. That is one of my most listened to songs ever to this day, because it's it's just a beat that reminds me of like when I was, when I was. A freshman and trying to trying to go for like crazy clips to like get into phase and things yeah. like that. I eventually gave up on it. Not, uh, not no, really. you haven't. <laughs> but no, you haven't. It's it's like that. I I started out with EDM because I was I was sick of rap. Rap is kind of overrated in a way because everybody thinks that they're talking about deep stuff. But like you got certain artists in the rap game like Drake. Right, the, uh, here we go. You're a lesbian girl, me too. What What does that mean? Is that, is that deep? And then you got, you got like, cause the thing about EDM, people sleep on it. Colorado, we all live in Colorado. So one of our top things, it's country and then electronic music. Okay. And it's just electronic, just 
it hits so different. Like listening to like my old songs this morning, right? Because I was I was expecting to talk on the podcast. I was listening to Zed. Zed oh. was the first artist I Listen to got to. Yeah, yeah, dude. He was the first artist I got into like I like the weekend. Because Zed, when he was releasing albums, he was a lot better. But now that he stopped, I stopped listening to him. Essentially, oh. I only listen to his older stuff. He uh, he just recently had like a skin pack on Valorant. Amazing, <laughs> waste of money. Don't buy it, dude. And then like, ah, oh, Zed was like the weekend for me before then because I was listening to. All of his stuff. I was wearing his merch too. Okay. If you knew me in ninth grade, I had a black hoodie with just a Z on it, just a Z. That was ninety dollars. You know how stupid that is. What I didn't even hell? buy it. My mom got it for my birthday. Why are you still doing that? Yeah, I'm still doing that, but it's it's an X and an O now. Okay, it's cool. I'm sorry about that. <laughs> and it's more like a if you know, you know type thing. Uh-huh. Yeah. Whereas Zed, his logo is very identifiable. It's a it's a fucking Z. Z. But, I mean. He Zed's definitely one of the artists that I'll I always will have just fond memories of, but I won't listen to him nowadays like his newer stuff because it's just it's not what it used to be like um, True Colors that album I have it on vinyl, mm-hmm. amazing, no song <laughs> on it is bad and that's it's hard to say honestly so many albums these days just have bad songs even The Weeknd he's made like tons of bad songs Star Girl Interlude. Dog shit. No point in listening to it. It's not deep <laughs> at all. There's nothing cool about it. The weekend is basically the feature. It makes no sense. And then, what other song? After, what is it? Repeat after me, interlude. Dog shit. Dog shit. I can't get into it. Just came out like um, with After Hours. I don't know how people think that shit's deep. It's just the things that artists can talk about and make you feel a certain way. Oh, wait. I meant to, I meant to get into how... Cause my top five artists. This is this is the oh, main. We have thing. a list here, okay. people. We top have a list. Five. Top five. We have a list. It goes John Bellion, easily. Okay. The weekend after because mm-hmm. he makes some some deep stuff. Eden, because he also makes some deep stuff. Then it would probably be as far as rap, it'd have to be X, and then Juice World. Those are easily the top five because Juice after X. Juice after X simply because of the fact that. X was Juice World before Juice World. Okay. They yeah. They both make the same essentially type of music. Okay. But whereas people were getting into X from Look at Me, I remember my friend Isaiah Lorniega. Shout out. <laughs> he, uh, he got me in on this song because we were trying to find. We were just sad. I don't know. We were both just super sad at the time. So we were listening to. That's when I first started listening to Eden. He has a song called Drugs. Deep, deep. About like. <laughs> Crazy stuff. Obviously drugs. But <laughs> it's um, like X. It's this song that still hasn't been like released to the general population mm-hmm. yet. called Kill Me. Bro. His, his level of sadness back then was unmatched. Talking about... Because it was recorded all through the jail phone, so it's even like more sad. Because he's he's behind bars and still talking about how much he he hates his life and wants like it all ended and wants to kill himself. And then he had songs like "Wing Ridden Angel." That's probably one of his best too. Never got released either. Um, Let's pretend we're numb. That was a song that got released. Oh wait, I think I heard "Let's pretend." Yeah, "Let's pretend we're numb" was because it's like for me, it's the main things that I listen to are things that make me. 
it's not necessarily making me sad, but it like it reminds me of a time I'm sad because like you can either listen to sad music and just sit there and get get sad. Mm-hmm. Yeah, all the time. Yeah, you... <laughs> all the time. Okay, <laughs> all the time, or you can do something with it. With the week, like since I like the weekend so much, people just assume I'm sad as fuck. I hate my life, but it's like I'm going. I'm reminding myself of all the bad times that I've had to make sure my good times are better than that time. Because then it's me, rather than building on negativity, it's building on the positive sides during those times. Wow. Yeah, like, I, see. I never knew that about you, honestly. I was just thinking because, like we, you were saying right now, X and, and uh, uh, The Weeknd, they, they, they're sad-ass songs, you know what I mean? Yeah. So, thinking about like you and everything... Um, it kind of made me think that you were sad all the time where it's like you were in this runt of where you can't get out. You know, that's that's how it is for usual people who listen to sad music. But this is a whole other perspective I haven't seen. So oh. I think it's very interesting. Because, I mean, it's really one of those things like because what first got me into The weekend wasn't like the original trilogy, like all the all the 32-year-olds like. Um, it was... Primarily, when he released the album uh, "My Dear Melancholy," that is my favorite album of all time. The saddest piece of work the weekend has ever made. The deepest by far, because with him going in to like all of his super dark times with women, it's like, I mean, I've definitely felt a lot of the things that he said. There's not one weekend song where I I haven't like related to it at some point, like. Call Out My Name, when it was first gaining traction, I remember hearing it and I was like, because I was going through a really shitty time, I pretty much had to pick between two people, and I realized after that I I basically made the wrong choice, and it just ended up with me thinking of myself in the same position as The Weeknd did. He says, "I, I put you on top, I claimed you so proud and openly, and it's things that deep that like, Make me love the weekend as a whole. Because, God, <laughs> like, thinking about all the times I just sat there and listened to the music, all of his double entendres, it's so amazing how you can put so much work in, like, you put your personality into it. That's why I value music so much. Whereas somebody who listens to Young Boy, what are you listening to, dog? I think, so a lot of people that, uh, I want to say listen to, you know, the stuff that's trendy, the stuff that's upbeat, that stuff that, or like the low beat rap stuff, right? A lot of people don't listen to the, the lyrics. Yeah, it's just noise. Yeah. And, that's... and from what you're saying, you say you listen to the lyrics a lot, if you do like the song. But to a lot of people, they listen to music for the music aspect, right? The beats, the stuff, or whatever. Right, but in all reality, it should be the lyrics, right? I connect mostly with certain lyrics uh, if I really do enjoy the song. And then with I, when I connect, connect with the lyrics, I enjoy it that much more, right? There's songs that I've like listened to, it, and yeah, I just listen to the, the music, the beat, and then I don't get too deep into the lyrics. But then the second I do, it's like, what? why why did I get into it right but that's what a lot of people do right especially when like shit is playing on the radio you're just playing what's trendy what everybody likes 
and and if everybody likes a song that has like a certain amount of cuss words in it they bleep all that out but nobody cares right because the, the music is still there but there's holes in the story there's holes in the lyrics right and from what you're saying lyrics are something that very that generate with you a lot and the weekend has told multiple stories that you can you know kind of connect with and music has to be a kind of way to connect with someone or it's almost like a a story all right i don't read i'll I'll tell you this much right now i've this is my third year in college and i've never read a book back to back by myself Ever by myself, <laughs> never in my life, dude. I fucking reading in class. I hate reading, right? But when it comes to music, these people are telling stories and certain things that kind of just resonate with me, right? And obviously, it's different with everybody else. But like, whenever when I showed you that one song uh, by Pofel, right? Someone you you didn't know about, I didn't know about until like the beginning of this year and until he released the song deathbed it's trendy it, it's a good story or whatever a sad story but his other stuff is also decent and he's all and he's like a pretty talking about some pretty sad stuff but you know it's on t- it was on tiktok so fucking yeah. everybody was on it but people like that or 17 by x i remember when that came out and when that time came out, I was going through some shit, and I was like, fuck, this song hits different. Especially, um, which one? Everyone Dies in Their Nightmares. That one. That song is good. That, that one, one is good. Yeah. That song, I remember listening to it multiple, multiple times, like, laying in bed. Have you have you ever, like, um, listened to a song, and it, it made you, like, cry? Like, has it ever gone to the point where, like, such a sad song that you listen to just makes you cry? 100%. Wing Ridden Angel, when I first heard that song, I remember, I used to, uh, I used to take, take the city bus to the Citadel Mall and then walk to my house from there. And there was this spot behind the Safeway. It was just, like, two giant concrete, like, blocks. And I, I sat on there, and I was watching. I was sitting there for hours. Just listening to music and like crying, pretty much. I was just crying in a field. Right. It sounds dramatic as hell, but no, I mean, but like, like you wanted to feel. That's that's yeah. what we want to do in life. That's what that's what I was like searching for. Essentially, I remember yeah. I sat there and I cried for like for like two hours straight. Damn, <laughs> damn. Nobody nobody called me or anything. Actually, Isaiah called me. Like, <laughs> like what you doing, man? I was crying in a field. <laughs> said I. I'll let you get back to it. <laughs> just like that. Isaiah, he was Isaiah. so funny. Oh my god. <laughs> but I was like crying in a field because things, things that make you, like remind you of your own life. Like "Wing Ridden Angel" is a song about suicide, mm-hmm. and suicide is a very sensitive topic that people don't really cover too much, especially if they've um, had somebody do it. Mm-hmm. It's terrible. You you'll understand. But it's like that song is about him just wanting to kill himself, and then it's like. I was definitely just sitting there crying, crying to it. That and yeah. eating drugs. I mean, not so much because songs not that deep when you when you realize it. Like, mm-hmm. I mean, 
you're falling, you're in love with somebody, but you want to do drugs more than you want to be with them. That's fucking awful. Yeah. What the hell? Oh my god. But it's like I don't know deeper songs like that, like when uh, Juice World, Juice World, when he released his uh, well the album after he's dead, I forgot what it's called, Posthumosis, Humosis. Oh yeah. Yeah yeah yeah. (laughs) But when he dropped that album and. It's just about him having problems with like addiction. I I I have an addiction. I'm addicted to nicotine, but it's not like but it's not like not like crazy crazy drugs. drugs. Like how he was taking Percocets, yo. (laughs) (laughs) And then, like, if you listen to his music, you realize like this guy was asking for help, dog. This guy was he needed help, and the fact that he released "Wishing Well," which is a song about him admitting his drug addiction and how he pretends that he's not still on drugs when he's still taking even more than what he previously was. Mm-hmm. The fact that after he died of an overdose hits crazy. Like it's so sad. I feel bad for everybody who who knew him because obviously he needed help, but it's hard to help somebody with an addiction. And that's not something that yeah. I know. I don't I don't know how to help somebody with addiction. Caesar doesn't know how to help me with my addiction. Nobody knows how to help anybody I'll with I just addiction. let him do it. Yeah. <laughs> just, just, just go my ahead. Friend. Just go ahead, dude. <laughs> Kill yourself. <laughs> well I would say it's like I, I I'm listening, I'm, I'm thinking about it and I'm, There he goes. That's his addiction, people. Hitting that's his, his addiction. addiction. <laughs> but anyways, like I'm thinking about it and I'm just I'm thinking I'm, uh, to myself that music is such a powerful tool that not many people use. And I say that because it, it, for artists, it's an outlet, you know? And I honestly wish I could, I could do the same thing. You know, I'm not, I'm not like, I don't rap or I don't fucking sing or shit like that, you yeah. know what I mean? But I wish it could be that outlet for me because I used, I used to be in, for those who know me, I, or don't know me, fuck, uh, I, <laughs> I used to be in a band since I was, uh, yeah, yeah, fuck off. <laughs> it's one grade, okay? It's one grade. <laughs> Up uh, until ninth grade of uh, high school. Fuck off. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, dog. Those guys are just a little off. Go ahead. Yeah, he ate lunch, room, lunch in, the, in the band room. I did not. <laughs> Anyways. But, like, it's it's different when you're the person listening to it to the, to the person you're actually playing the instrument. So I used to play the clarinet. And with that, there's there's a lot of uh, notes that you have to you have to memorize, and so um, there was times we were playing you know very sad and emotional songs, but it got to the point where I was starting to feel those songs as well as long as you while you're playing them, and there was a couple of times I actually had to stop just because of the feeling the the emotions I was feeling throughout the whole thing, but it's. It just goes to show you how much, how like how big of an impact music has, not just on individuals, just in the whole world itself. Would you here? I have a question for you. Would you say music gives life meaning? How meaningless would me would life be without music? I, I don't think it's that deep. I feel like things I would mean, be okay. Going, doing anything, being anywhere. Uh, just in general, trying to live, but in silence. Doing I don't think I could do it. In, exactly, it, you might that you might not think it like gives life meaning. But, but it'd be it, boring if you didn't have like a song to go 
listen to. Yeah, but I think like the only that. reason we would think of it is because we're not used to not having music. In yeah, the first I know. Place. But if you look at everything like that, it's you 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 just can't have that outlook on it. Because like, say we didn't have cars, we would have never experienced what it's like to travel effortlessly. So we wouldn't have anything to complain about. Like yeah, like uh, if we had um, if our feet were actually our hands, things like that. We would just be used to it, and then we'd be asking the question, "What would we do if we had feet for feet and hands for feet?" Wait, and hands for hands. <laughs> I keep doing myself. We got four feet. But it's the nicotine. Like, say one day, somehow music just stops. Nah, I'm not doing it, dog. <laughs> yeah, it, because like it gives us a certain feeling. It gives you a a great feeling, like when when I find a new song. When I, yeah, I don't really look for new artists, but when my favorite artists come out with new songs, yeah. like John Bellion or, oh my God, Lil Nas X's new album, oh my, Kanye's new album, because the thing about Lil Nas X's album that pisses me off so much when you oh. talk about it, what? No, continue. Oh, <laughs> about Lil Nas X is because people think that just because he's gay and, like, projects it in his songs, that all of his songs are gay. Yeah. But, like, um, Dead to what me. was it? Dead to Me is amazing. Dead to Me hits. Life After Salem. That Life song. After Salem. Too. That song reminds me of X's Numb. Immediately, oh, when wow. I first heard it. That song is so good. Like, Lil Nas X is making a, incredible moves. He's definitely a top rapper right now, but, well... Music is an opinionated topic, so it's hard for me to it's <laughs> yeah, hard for me to definitively say something. But I'm just saying, like, I mean, Lil Nas X's album was it was like a breath of fresh air. He's he's doing crazy stuff. Like, I mean, he starts out a song by saying, "I need a boy who could cuddle with me all night." Like, I don't feel that dog, but like, <laughs> yeah, he's, he's for real treating the rap industry or the rap game like chess dog right so he he releases singles he does certain stuff that gets him attention that's very like, true. cool cool he releases single the singles on my album let's listen to the album he's fucking very i'm thinking about it yeah he really is fucking very strategic strategic yeah like yeah like this song call me by your name montero mm-hmm. crazy that song got everybody's attention i was gonna go show my mom the music video i was she, she literally started it, and she was like, Elijah, I'm not watching this. <laughs> <laughs> no, but even even the people that like it and the people that hate it, they find the ceremony themselves listening to it. Yeah. Right? And that's... He's moving the pieces to the right places. Mm-hmm. He's getting attention with the shoes, with his pregnancy bit. Dude, that shit, that shit was kind of wild. That was funny. Dude. And he's I'm telling you, he's treating the game like chess, right? Get this intention, make people mad. That's what makes them haters so are your fans. Haters are, in the end, just fans that don't like have a different opinion on you, obviously, right? But they're still listening, they're still there watching you, and they're like, oh, right? But they're fans. Fans, obviously, big fans. Myself, you know, love Montero, but you know. <laughs> but and then he releases this album, and the album cover is very like yo, I'm colorful, gay, colorful, <laughs> colorful. And then he puts the two songs that kind of like blew up 
on it, and that kind of makes people want to listen to the album. Because they're like, oh, all the songs are going to be gas, everything's going to be crazy, and then they listen to the album. And they get like, Dead to Me, I think is the second song. The first song is Industry Baby? No, the first song is Call Me By Your Name, then it's Dead to Me, then it's Industry Baby. Yeah, so there you go. The Call Me By Your Name kind of, oh, his hit song, his single, right, it catches you in. So you're like, all right, let's listen to the rest of the album. And then you listen to Dead to Me. And you're like, fuck. He's <laughs> he's talking about some crazy shit. And then it goes to the industry. And then it goes to the industry, baby. And, and you're like, like hey, okay, another so one of his gas-ass songs. <laughs> and you're like, all right, maybe the rest of the songs are going to be like super crazy. And then he goes into like more deeper stuff. And I'm like, dog, this guy is playing chess with the game. And other rappers around here are getting shot dead and fucking, they don't know st- like how to work it strategically. Like, like, like name, name an artist, a rapper that's been around for a while. I, I, I want to, I actually want to say something. I think that Snoop Dogg actually did it. What do you mean? He played chess and at this point he's doing fucking side missions. Dude, no, that guy's playing checkers, but five different <laughs> other checkers. <laughs> Snoop Dogg's different. Snoop Dogg's everywhere. He's got a hand in everything. Seriously, dude. No, No, but I'm saying, like, a a rapper that's been in the industry for a while. Name one. Mm, Probably, like, uh, honestly, I could go with with Eminem. All right. He's been for a while. He's still releasing some. Not too bad stuff. Right. He's still releasing (laughs) stuff. But look at, you know, Lil Nas X. When did uh, Old Town Road come out? That was 2018. I remember I got a truck around that time. I was three listening to that song ago. all the time. Right, three years ago. From three, from, I mean, from 2019 to 2021, dude, he hit Eminem status, passing Eminem status. Well, a lot of people like to argue and say that it's way easier to get popularity now, which it is. It is. Because like, when I make the comparison of The Weeknd and Michael Jackson, people, people get upset. And it's just because Michael Jackson was the king of pop. Well, some people still say he is. I'm. He is. He uh, is. He is. I mean, back then it was different. Like back then, you couldn't share songs, and you're like, "Yo, this song's on gas." It just social media out, is honestly what makes popularity right now for rappers so easy to have. Yeah, like new people coming out, like Jack Harlow. Where was he? 2018. Exactly. There's gonna be Billy some. Gonna, I know there's gonna be some guys saying, "Oh, he's been on the scene." Yeah, but. It's things like, um, it's easier to gain popularity, but when you listen to House of Balloons, and well, you listen to Michael Jackson, and then you listen to House of Balloons, The Weeknd sounds like Michael Jackson. It is definitive. <laughs> you, If you've heard House of Balloons, The Weeknd sounds just like him, and the fact that The Weeknd makes revolutionary steps, mm-hmm. The Weeknd pretty much created dark R&B, because it's like things that you look into. I don't know if you guys have ever heard House of Balloons deeper R&B. Yeah. Not, I wouldn't say darker. Yeah, because he, he, yeah, it's, because even with Michael Jackson music, yeah, you could you could he's he is a, to us, to me, at least he's the king of pop. Yeah. But if you're trying to compare the two between the what you say dark uh dark R&B. Dark, dark R&B. R&B. It could be the beat of his music, Michael Jackson music could be substituted by The Weeknd and it could still have some of the same effect, you know what I mean? Yeah. Well, you can also compare it to the uh, the generation that's growing up at that time. Yeah, yeah. Like Michael Jackson was releasing music from nineteen what seventy to two 
2000s? I don't know. I just listened to him whenever he'd come on on the well, radio. He was on Maroon, uh, the Jackson 5. Right, so he was still a kid, but all those songs were upbeat, happy, da 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 da, da. And at that time, we were like um, out of the Great Depression and no wars were It was were a time on. to be happy. It was yeah. a time to uh, upbeat, 70s, 80s, 90s, oh shit. Now was a time da, da, da. to be sad. Right. Yeah. And, then, <laughs> <laughs> and then now, like, once the thing that's just sacrificing, like on a, on a chessboard, making some crazy ass moves is connecting with the audience, right? How do you think Billie Eilish blew up super crazy? Because all the edgy girls like her. Exactly. And But where were edgy girls 10 years ago? There were none. Uh, I wouldn't say that. Oh, they were that, but we weren't looking for Exactly. It. And now like, they're all, now they like, came, not, not, not came out, but there's more, right? And um, people people that are like different and they connect with the audience, they tend to win in the game. Yeah. Right. Uh, look at okay. Let's go back. Biggie and Tupac, they were connecting with younger audience. They wanted to be like back then. You wanted to be a thug. You want to be cool. You want to be crazy. Shooting people. Smoking <laughs> people's wives and shit. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> and that's what put them on the map. Because back the back then, that's what people wanted, and just as long as the artist connects with the what seems like the majority of the people, they automatically win. Because mm-hmm. like, I mean, connecting with your audience is so important nowadays. Because really, so all of the songs I listen to are because they connect with me in a certain way. Mm-hmm. Like John Bellion, my favorite artist. He it was a, uh, it was ninth grade. I was listening to his album, The Human Condition, the abbreviation for it's THC, which is like a little Easter egg, I yeah. guess, because it's talking about like, he switches topics so casually, but like, it all of the music. I feel like it was made for Colorado, honestly, because like <laughs> if you're listening to it and you're going up, say to Gold Camp, mm-hmm. if you if you listen to the album when you're going through it, it's so it's it's incredible. Or if you're listening to The Weeknd, House of Balloons, The Knowing, or no, Loft Music to The Knowing, because those two songs are basically connected. It From when the sun is setting, you start Loft Music, and then once it's completely set, The Knowing starts, and The Knowing's such a darker turn. It's it it's crazy. I don't know how he <laughs> fell upon this like, theory. I don't know how, because how he did it, but... Yeah, he was telling me about it, and yeah, it does. It, it'll it'll open your eyes. It's beautiful, because it's like John Bellion when he was, I I forgot what song it was, because honestly, I haven't listened to the album in a long time. But he he was saying, "Take me back to ninth grade," and I was like, listening to it in ninth grade, I was like, "Dog, what?" <laughs> and then when I hit senior year and I was listening to the album, I get I get what he was saying. Yeah. Because like, when just that progression, like. Pretty much your character development, right? right for sure. Like, right? When you're a ninth grader, like, oh, I want to I wanna have so many friends and stuff. And then you realize, man, all these people are assholes probably like eh, sophomore year. Like sophomore, junior year. Yeah. yeah. And then once you hit senior year, you're like, okay, they're, they're assholes, but I'm never going to see them again. So I might as well be friendly. And so you're like, you're like talking to more and more people. Because senior year for me was when I like started talking to a lot more people and like, 
mm-hmm. actually branching out and being friends with more people than just um, my friend Andrew Isaiah and Alani and Paige. Those were basically like my main friends back then. Alex too. Alex too. But it's like he's saying he wants to restart everything because you can do it all a different way yeah. once you realize the kind of people people are. And that's why a lot of like older songs tend to s- still stick around, still be relevant. Right? Like I was saying, a lot of the songs that we grew up with were like uh, Mexicans tend to sing about like three things. Drugs, <laughs> heartbreak, or being in love. Right? And back then, it was like a, a lot of the heartbreak and being in love thing. Right, and we're like, nah, fuck this music, change it, <laughs> you know, change the radio, da da da, and and now we like listen to it, and we're like, dude, this was the fucking hit, this hit different, this hit right here, right here in the heart. But the reason they stay relevant is because they hit a different emotion, an emotion that obviously you get to when you get to a certain age, and that's why certain songs stay relevant, right, and. I saw a video there the other day of this kid. He was like, um, they played a video of this one guy rapping, right? And, you know, I don't really listen to mumble rap a lot. A lot uh-huh. But that seems like what people listen to. Yeah. There's a video of someone rapping, freestyling, and it was like, he was kind of like mumble rapping. And then an older guy was reacting to it. And he's like, what the fuck is this? Like, this isn't rap. And then the kid was like, this isn't. This is in 1988 or more. You can't be rapping like, oh, today I won to the store. Today I got a red hat. Today, it, and honestly, that's facts. Right? People don't want to listen to, you know, what, what was some stuff that was being rapped back then. Like, what? Uh, I can't even tell you, honestly. Me neither. Because I just, it's not relevant anymore. Yeah. The topics that they were covering weren't like, I don't know why everybody wanted to be a, a gangster and shit. Like NWA coming on the scene, like, oh yeah, we hate the police, and people are still repping that shit today. What? It's like, I mean, obviously there's corrupt police people. Don't cancel me. Essentially, is what I'm trying to say. There's, don't cancel corrupt police. Don't cancel me. <laughs> but it's like, honestly, things like, like when you're able to talk about certain topics that are relevant to the time, like the weekends after hours, right? It was only four days after we started quarantine that the weekend dropped it. And his label wanted him to push it back mm-hmm. because because of COVID. But he releases the album. And with all the songs that he released leading up to it, it was uh, Heartless. Fucking love that song. Hands down. Crazy. And then Blinding Lights. And then like two months later, he releases After Hours. Bro. The, the tone you you get from when they're first dropping songs from the album, that emotion is crazy. Because, like, Heartless, I was thinking, this album's going to be a bit like, yeah, no, fuck, fuck falling in love again. And then Blinding Lights is like, okay, it was it was meant to be the more popular one. So I wasn't like, I, I was not a big fan of it because it's like, it's kind of lazy. Was gonna be on. <laughs> yeah, everybody was, I knew, well, I, I thought Heartless was going to be the more popular one, uh, to be yeah. honest. Me and my <laughs> friends had an argument about it. Um, <laughs> it's actually really funny. And then After Hours comes out. Bro. It's completely different. It it set the tone for the actual album. Because when The Weeknd does a song that's named after the album, it'll 
it'll have that whole tone throughout it and it hurt i remember it was after work right it was after work and i'm like oh yeah the weekend's dropping after hours today just the song just the Mm -hmm. song going to my car i'm listening to this shit and i'm like okay and then the beat drops bro i remember i literally i was sitting in my car one tear one tear came out of my eye a single i shit you not he felt that it was next level pain because basically in that song he's just talking about how he could how he could treat somebody he was in love with better next time but he's not going to get that chance and then it's like he's talking about how he was using he spends so much money to like forget about it mm-hmm. and it was it was at a point in my life where I was mater- materialistic heavily I've kind of outgrown it in a way I'm still in but, <laughs> I was like wait what but when that song came out Everybody was locked inside. Everybody was locked inside and everybody was sad. Because they're like, I can't make up a lot of the the stuff I have had to people. Mm-hmm. Like, say you were going through a breakup at this time. You you can't go and just see that person because you don't know if they're gonna be there. Yeah. You don't you don't know where they are. You don't even know if they're okay. I mean I don't I don't care. But like <laughs> it's it it was that time when the weekend pretty much made another album that is amazing because like everybody's so sad these days and then everybody's basically everybody's dropping sad albums <laughs> yeah it's weird it's weird how like a lot of recent music has it's been sad. very kind of sadder right it's no more fuck the police <laughs> <laughs> right it's no more no, none of that right or mr worldwide right Nobody nothing like i feel like the up tempo, up tempo, <laughs> <laughs> the up tempo genre and up tempo people were back in like either early two thousands, early two thousand tens, and then we start hitting like these. It's cool to be sad type things. So now there's like a lot of sadder genres. I'd say well, it started it, in twenty fifteen. Was I'd say like noticing that because I mean we weren't old enough to realize fucking like pumped up kid yeah. kicks that's kind I guess you could call it a sad song sad, but everybody's like the beat is good yeah, the, 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 the people that make songs like that popular obviously aren't listening to the to They're, the words he's yeah. saying because when you when you listen to something for like the deeper tone mm-hmm. it's like yo <laughs> yeah man, pumped up kicks like it's eye opening cause like I remember uh, my friend Andrew was talking to me about uh know he liked pumped up kick so much and then he was singing it and then his parents were like don't talk about that don't sing that anymore (laughs) why it's good good. (laughs) because like shit like that you don't realize as a kid we're like um um the one with where he's just like ah fuck 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 what's that song all right all right all right all right all right you were telling me about it what was it called um um he talks about basically drugging women. And yeah, and it's weird because everybody's like, oh, all right, all right, all right, all right, all right. And ladies. <laughs> yeah. Getting crazy. I forgot what that song's called. I forgot the name of it, but if you guys know the name, then it'll resonate. Yeah. Right? Because everybody's like, oh, I'll be, da 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 da, people are dancing with it. But you don't, like, the actual story is weird. Like, it's, not meant to be upbeat and shit like that. 
but that's what people don't understand. They just oh I peed. Oh, like um, I took a pill in Libiza. The one oh, that got popular, shit. yeah, was like more upbeat. But what the guy's talking about is, dog, I hate this. I hate I hate being famous. Being famous and it sucks. I hate all of like... it. It's terrible. Like he can't find relationships because he he's famous and he just thinks that people are gonna use him. I think that guy ended up. He he's either dead or killed himself. I think he oh, killed right. himself. Yeah. Like oh, another uh, the one. Knights. The, the Avicii. Knights by Avicii. Avicii, major artist for us as kids. You, everybody knows the Knights. He said one day, yeah, you'll leave this world behind. Come on. So live a life. I'm gonna yeah. listen to that song later. <laughs> that song. That song's good. It's not anything. It wasn't like explicitly sad, but when you get older. Older, you realize like Vici was was onto something, and then Vici kills himself, slitting his wrist with a wine bottle after he broke it. Terrible. How do you make a song so upbeat and you're so sad? Vici changed electronic music Mm -hmm. for the better. He was definitely an icon. Same thing as um, eh, maybe Juice World. I have a couple. Um, Same thing like. Little Talks by of Monsters and Men. So if you like listen to it, right, it's kind of not too bad. You, you kind of reminisce. But if you listen to the lyrics, um, I don't remember if it's... So it's a couple, and they're talking back and forth. I don't know if it's the wife or the husband, but one of them passed away, but the other one can't let, let them go. So they're talking to them, and it's a back and forth. You got to let me go. No, I can't. Da, 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 da. But when you play the music... You know, it's just reminiscent of when it came out and everybody, but has a deeper meaning to it. Another one is Before You Go, right? You, when you listen to it, you kind of, it, it sounds like an old breakup song or like, um, Before You Go, right? I, I want to tell you this, or the, as if someone was going away or breaking up with them. In all reality, he's talking about how he wanted to you know, say something to his aunt before she killed herself. And he gets into that, and he's like, is there anything I could have done? Is there anything I could have said to keep you here? And he basically talks about mental health, how the, how your mind kind of makes you feel worthless, kind of makes you feel like shit. But people listen to it, and it's kind of a sadder, lower tone, but they're blinded, and they're too focused on, oh, you, you probably love this girl, she broke up with them. He wants to, no. It's about... His, his aunt who killed himself and he's, he's basically saying what could I have said what could I have done to keep you here so your mind wouldn't make you think that you're worthless that you're a piece of shit right and it's songs like those that have a deeper meaning and you're like I wish I would have known this when I was younger but they hit different now when we're older another one I think about is uh, 21 Pilots when they are singing about um, I wish we can turn back time that one, listening to it now, is, oh man, I'm like, why? Like, they didn't have to hit this deep, this yeah. late, right? Like, obviously it didn't hit me deep when it came out and when I was first listening to the song, but I listen to it now and I'm like, I wish, I wish we can turn back time. Yeah, when I, I remember uh, we had uh this was, yeah, it was ninth grade when it came out. Mm-hmm. Um, Ryan Vaughn, 
shout out. <laughs> he, uh, he was making just like a, shouts out to everybody. Yeah. Yeah. Like a, <laughs> he was like a, a, a skate clip thing. I didn't even skate. I didn't even skate. <laughs> but I remember watching it. It was set to that song, and I was like, this is really good. And then I, I go to ask this man where it's at two years later. I lost that phone, dog. Bro. No way. Bro, I was so sad because no, I was like, it would have hit different. And I was like, I remember listening to uh, Stressed Out. That's the name of it. Oh, Stressed Out, yep. Um, I remember listening to it, and then I was all like, I was like trying to reminisce on something more. Because, I mean, for me, a lot of stuff, um, I was still worried about a lot of stupid things when I was in middle school. So mm-hmm. it's things like that where you could hypothetically turning back time to make to have a better time in that moment yeah. it's so important and it's something that like everybody wishes they could do but it's not possible and that's what where the pain comes in of it because yeah. once you once you think about yourself in certain situations from like a previous time you think about how you would react to it now and it's like it's almost sad in a way because you see how you've changed as a person. Because, like, go, I, I realize if I was who I am now, back then, I would have never had any problems. Because I yeah. understand it more. And I'm a lot better at understanding things than I was then. Because, honestly, taking this break from going to school well it's not really a break if i'm not going to go back but, <laughs> but like not going to school was one of those decisions that i don't know why but people look at you like like you're stupid and it pisses me off honestly. but yeah because like there's a lot of really smart people that don't go to school people think a, a piece of paper means that you're smart mm-hmm. those are idiots those are <laughs> those are idiots people who think that they're better than you because they had better grades than you it's it it really is annoying. <laughs> yeah, like, like, that, like if we were to go out, uh, the amount of respect I would get versus what the amount of respect Elijah would get. If someone would ask, "Are you guys in school?" I'd be like, "Yeah, I'm an engineer." Elijah would be like, "No," right? And then nowadays, that respect obviously they see me more, like they respect me more because I'm still in school and I'm an engineer, mm-hmm. and he's not, and it kind of pisses me off. You know, because who, who's to say respect should be automatically given just because of a piece of paper, because of class, because of age? Social you norms, know? man. Exactly. Yeah. Right? Like, respect is something that is earned. But then again, we have to respect our elders, respect people higher than us, respect the da 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 Right? Because obviously, like, here, whenever I bump, in, uh, bump into the dean, I have to be respectful. Mm-hmm. Right, but I don't know this woman. Yeah, <laughs> never met her in my life. Yeah, how does she? How does she earn my respect? How? Just by being higher than you. Yep. That's what's stupid. That's why I guess you have to respect Jeff Bezos if you ever meet him. Well, yeah. Jeff Bezos is a different story. I'll, I'll give him that. <laughs> the richest man in the world. You've earned my respect, dog. Oh my. Okay. Yeah. All right. Because like, I mean, I know if you're at that level in a corporate environment, it's definitely bad. Yeah. But, like I'm saying, until you've earned my respect, we're equals. Yeah. But then again, I'm not going to be walking around here. Yo, what's up, Dean? What's cracking, dog? Right now. She's my boss. (laughs) (laughs) But it's like one of those things that I I learned listening to the the weekend's music is like, he's 
he's changed as a person because I the only reason I come back to it is because in a song he says only losers go to school and it's out of pocket it's out of pocket man I'm just <laughs> I'm just trying to listen to a song and I was like oh I <laughs> but it's like now it, it's kind of dumb because he's like you stay in school kids because I mean he dropped out in high school it's it's a good thing to at least get your high school done yeah, uh-huh. don't, yeah. don't drop out of high school please <laughs> but it's if it makes sense for you to do it, do it. And he's earned respect because of, like, from homeless to forklift, right? And a lot of people like you and a lot of other people respect him because the story he says and everything he's been through, right? And that's respectful, right? That's respectful, but obviously he earned your respect, but it can be different with other people, mm-hmm. right? And when we think about like stuff like music in school and stuff everybody's just you know it's a common thing everybody does school no school music no music right we're all just here we're all just trying to live our own goddamn life whether you listen to a certain type of music whether you decide to go to school or not whether you decide to do engineering or business right it's all different Right. Fuck off, bro. <laughs> I wouldn't say go to business; it's useless. But <laughs> everything. I mean, no, it's okay. It's okay. But I mean, I get what you're saying. Without all of the important things that you have covered in this podcast, a lot of these things are very. I was very excited to be here because <laughs> because <laughs> the topics are nice. It means these are just have deep talks about like things like music all mm-hmm. the time. Yeah. And it's like the main topics that you guys are covering are very important. And it's I, people. It's something people don't really talk about. Yeah. yeah. Like, a lot of podcasts are trying to, you know, kind of liven up your day or bring in special people or stuff like that, right? We bring in regular people. People have lived regular lives, but they also have a story. Everybody has a story, right? And I'm not saying, like, oh, everybody has a sob story. Let's all listen to it. But it's something that... I like, we like to do. Yeah. We like to talk to them, listen to their story, and see what they have to say. Because everybody has a different story and honestly thinks about it differently. Uh-huh. And so we like to do it here. I'm glad we had you. I'm glad we had this conversation about music yeah. and how deeper it can be in life, in every aspect of life. Emotions, day-to-day work, everything. I'm glad we had you. Um, unfortunately, we are out of time. If you do want to plug anything, now is the time to do it. I stream on Twitch sometimes, I guess. Doctor Dipma. <laughs> you guys heard it here. Go watch him, Doctor Dipma. He hit some pretty ass clips. Some pretty ass clips. Yeah. Shitting on me. <laughs> <laughs> but it's okay. He still he still knows his craft. He still knows what he's doing. But thank you guys so much. Thank you for being here. We wanted to have you for sure on the podcast. I told him, I was like, we need to have you. Yeah, he was very persistent. I hope we could figure out a way (laughs) to get the other idea in here. We will. Eventually. Obviously, not right now. He'll come back. Surprises on your your guys' way, listeners. For all, all of you that are listening, if you want to hear Elijah Moore, let us know. Out. He's thinking about making his own podcast about music. It's Amber.
Oh, all right. Well, you heard it here first. But I just want to say thank you so much to Elijah. Thank you. And to all of you, thank you so much. All right. Peace out.